and welcome back to the daily here on Anchor. Happy Tuesday. Nobel Prize in Literature, making him the first English English language writer to receive the prize, and he remains its youngest recipient. Born in India, Kipling's parents considered themselves Anglo-Indians, a term used in the 19th century for people of British origin living in India. Yet Kipling would spend the bulk of his life elsewhere. Most of his life was spent away from India until he returned at the age of 17 to work as a civil servant for Anglo-Indian newspapers. His literary career began with a collection of verse, Departmental Deities, uh, which was published in 1886, but subsequently he became chiefly known as a writer of short stories. A prolific writer, he achieved fame quickly. By 1889, he returned to England via Japan and America. He met and married an American and lived in Vermont for five years in the 1890s. In 1894, The Jungle Book was published, which became an instant children classic all over the world. So, um, Rudyard Kipling, you know, it's interesting, the biography that he shares, he, of course, there was a lot of admiration by Henry James, and it gives a little bit of insight as to who he was and what he wrote, in case you didn't know. The Jungle Book. Later on, they made the, the the actual live movie of this story. But you, of course, Rudyard Kipling had an interesting life, and as we heard, uh, author Henry James really admired him, and he was the first awarded the first uh, the Nobel. He was awarded the Nobel Prize in Literature, making him the first English language writer to receive the prize, and he remains its youngest recipient today. So that was a little bit about Rudyard Kipling on Friday Biography of Week 7 of the Writer's Devotional by author Amy Peter. And welcome back to The Daily here on Anchor. Um, Happy Tuesday, everyone. And now we're going to continue with Saturday Books to Read for Week 7. The Odyssey by Homer. This is where we begin with a quote by Northrop Fry. Of all fictions, the marvelous journey, as in Homer's journey, is the one formula that is never exhausted. So, this is where... Amy Peters continues, It is virtually impossible to overstate the impact of Homer's 
epic poem, The Odyssey. Everyone from William Shakespeare and James Joyce to Matt Groening, the creator of The Simpson, has credited Homer with influencing their work. Although details are sketchy about Homer's life, it's believed that Homer was blind and that he probably com- composed his two greater works, first the Iliad and then the Odyssey between 700 and 800 BCE. Both of these works are referred to as epic poems. They are stylus, uh, stylicized, yet easy to understand narrative poems. The Odyssey tells the story of Odysseus as he returns to Greece after the fall of Troy. There are pirates, six-headed monsters, interactions between humans and the gods, cannibals, shipwrecks, cases of mistaken identity, fraught love interest, treachery, greed, and more. If you've ever read a book about a journey, say John Steinbeck's Travels with Charlie or Jack, on the road, you can thank Homer for the inspiration. In writing the Odyssey, he set the bar high for road trip narratives. So, for those of you that have not read the Odyssey by Homer, it is one of the most epic poems. Uh, mostly I read it in school back in the day, I'm not going to say when, but um, you, you studied that type of literature and you learn a lot from it. And here it's sharing about, you know, the interesting uh, effects it has had and the inspirations it led to. So if you want to check out those books, in case you have not, go uh, go ahead and, and check out The Odyssey. I'm sure most of you have read it, but if you haven't, you should check it out. And that's what's uh, the advice to check out for books to read. Uh, the recommendation on Amy Peters, week seven, that she, week seven, <coughs> that she gives is uh, books to read. And I'm sorry, my uh, cough is starting to return a little bit. I'm a little scratchy. So for books to read, she recommends you read um, The Odyssey by Homer for week seven. Now let's move on to week seven, Sunday, the writing prompt. My first flight. The example is you don't have to take the point of view of a bird or be a professional pilot turned writer like Richard Bach to explore your feelings about flight. A former U.S. Air Force pilot, gypsy barnstormer, and airplane mechanic, Bach is the author of 15 books about flight, ranging from the classic allegory Jonathan Livingstone Seagull to his memoirs and his novels. Bach adds, Bach adds a spiritual bent to flight, but you don't have to do so. You might be moved by the sheer technology of it or the travel abilities that it affords. See if you can connect with the excitement and mystery and how it has changed your worldview. Use descriptive language to capture the essence of your experience instead of relying on a purely narrative form. So if you want to give it a try, try the writing prompt of my first flight. And this can be found in the writer's devotional by author Amy Peters, and this is week seven. And we'll be right back to wrap it up. Now it's time for the wrap up here on Anchor. Uh, We're going to be doing a show on editing soon, on the second week of December. I hope to have all the editors on editing at the end of that week. We're supposed to start on the 10th or 11th through the 16th. 
I'm hoping by the 16th, maybe the 17th, probably the 17th, we'll have that show on Anchor and I'll be able to share it with you guys. It'll be different authors at different times, but I'm going to put it all together. Hopefully share my own insights on editing and then hopefully you'll call to the show and give your comments and feedback, which I hope you do. I really hope you have enjoyed uh, week seven of Amy Peters, the writer's devotional. We're going to go into the writing prompt tomorrow, review a little bit about that and then give other announcements as far as my writing and my books and all of the things that are going on. For tomorrow, I'm going to share an excerpt of my soon-to-be thriller uh, called Battered Mind. It is a new book I am working on for next year, late next year. I've been working on this book for quite a bit. And uh, I finally revealed the book cover. The book cover is by the amazing uh, artist, tattoo artist, and artist, uh, amazing and talented Michael Dangerman. Um, he is on Facebook under Michael Dangerous um, and under an Instagram. If you don't uh, know who he is, you should check him out. The cover has been wonderful. I wanted to take the time to thank all the um, authors and bloggers that have volunteered to share um, my cover reveal. So far, I've had three yesterday. Um, I want to acknowledge them. Lisa Vasquez. CEO of Stitch Mile Publications, which I hope to have on soon here. Um, shout out to all of them, especially her for, um, she was a great boss and she's been a great mentor. I want to say thank you for sharing the cover reveal on her, on her WordPress, uh, WordPress blog of Unsaintly and give her, you know, a shout out. Check out her work. She has great books and all her authors there at Stitch Mile Publications. Check them out. I uh, want to say thank you very much uh, for sharing my uh, the book cover reveal. It was under wraps, the title too, and thank you so much. Also, Chantella Huddleston Benson, she's another great author. I got to meet her at the Great Lakes Book Bash. I didn't get to interview her, and I hope to do that soon here on Anchor. Um, after maybe the, the editors on editing show, I will have her on the, the week before Christmas. Hope to have her here. Shout out to her and, uh, for having me on her blog. Thank you so much, Antella. And also, um, uh, Frankie Anderson. Um, she's a writer who works with me on the coffee house writer. Shout out to all of them, especially her for having me on her blog. Thank you so much. For everything. I appreciate it. And today I had the amazing Bria Lexor. She's another author. Shout out to her for having me on her blog. And I also had um, Devdara Sahai who does book three reviews. Shout out to her. She's amazing. And I'll, I'm going to be having more authors and bloggers share my work as the week trans- transcends. And I'll be sure to give them a shout out as well. So thank you so much. I'll share more about Battered Mind and all the other stuff from the Writer's Devotional. Thank you for joining us here on Anchor, here for the Daily with Silstein. Thank you so much and be sure to call in, share your insights, and thank you for supporting the Daily with Silstein. Have a happy Tuesday. I hope to talk to you all tomorrow. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone. This is Sylvia Stein from the Daily. I just did a show um, 
on uh, week seven of, of the writer's devotional by Amy Peters. And unfortunately, part five, which I believe was Friday, and I'm going to review it before, uh, biography. I don't think you got any of that, and I do apologize for that. I'm going to try to listen to it and try to re-record where I left off and try to get that in so that way I can add it to the that section. If not, I'll do it in a separate section, and I'll say it's part five of that I do apologize, technical difficulties, but apparently the music overflowed what I was trying to say on the microphone and part five got messed up. So I will make sure to re-record it. Hopefully, if not today, I'll add it to the show to, for tomorrow's show or I'll begin on that with my, uh, with my when I do the show tomorrow. So that way you don't, don't miss out on anything. And I do apologize for the mistake on that. It's only part five because I did check everything else out. My voice is clear on that. But for some reason, part five just didn't it sound muffled and it didn't seem like it came across well. So my apologies on that. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining us for today's show on Anchor. And I hope to have that uh, corrected, if not added on for tomorrow's show. Thank you so much. Happy Wednesday, everyone. This is Sylvia Stein or Syl Stein from The Daily with Syl Stein here on Anchor. Welcome to the show. I uh, wanted to start off, first of all, to apologize because week seven, uh, when we were doing the section of part five, which was supposed to be biography, and I was speaking of Ruth Yard Kipling, who wrote the famous children's classic, The Jungle Book, it got all jumbled up with the music and that part did not come out. So I want to go ahead and cover, start off with the book by uh, author Amy Peters, The Writer's Devotional, 365 Inspirational Exercises, Ideas, Tips, and Motivations on Writing. We're going to begin with that. Then I'm going to go a little bit into the writing prompt. And it's going to be a short show today. And then we're going to try to review a little bit of what, what, what I covered for week seven. And then I'm going to go into my uh, excerpt of my new book, upcoming book coming out next year, Battered Mind, and also my uh, current uh, projects that I'm working on for, for the coming year and things that I have coming up for me as an author. Um, and of course, our shows that we'll be doing. So let me start off with that. And I hope everyone's having a happy Wednesday. And we'll begin with this. It says on what I started saying in uh, week seven, Friday biography. Uh, this is a quote by uh, something that Henry, author Henry James said. Kipling strikes me personally as the most complete man of genius as distinct from fine intelligence that I have ever known. So, Amy Peters shares more about Rudyard Kipling in this Friday biography, week seven. She says, Rudyard Kipling, 1865 to 1936, was a British author and poet. In 1907, he was awarded the Nobel Prize in Literature, making him the first English language writer to receive the prize and he remains its youngest recipient. Born in India, Kipling's parents considered themselves Anglo-Indians, 
a term used in the 19th century for people of British origin living in India. Yet Kipling would spend the bulk of his life elsewhere. Most of his life was spent away from India until he returned at the age of 17 to work as a civil servant, civil servant sorry, for Anglo-Indian newspapers. His literary career began with a collection of verse, Departmental Ditties, 1886 or Dites, but subsequently he became chiefly known as a writer of short stories. A prolific writer, he achieved fame quickly. By 1889, he returned to England via Japan and America. He met and married an American and lived in Vermont for five years in the late 1890s. In 1894, The Jungle Book was published, which became an instant classic, an instant children's classic all over the world. And I believe it was Dites, D-I-T-T-I-E-S. Um, and it's called Departmental Dites. And it's uh, 1886 uh, that he published that. But this is what um, we're, you know, we, you were supposed to listen to yesterday on yesterday's show for week seven, Friday biography. Amy Peters shared about author Rudyard Kipling was a great writer and he was the first person to be awarded the Nobel Prize in literature. And if you notice, there was a lot of respect coming from Henry James, even going so far to call him a complete man of genius, he said about Rudyard Kipling. And we'll be right back. And welcome back to The Daily. So we got to cover part five, which I'm really glad. I was mortified yesterday when part five didn't come through. So I wanted to make sure to redo it. So I hope that you all uh, will look for more of Rudyard Kipling. Look for his works. But of course, you know, you're familiar with his most famous work, which was um, The Jungle Book, which was a classic children's classic. It was uh, not only a book, but it was a, a, a huge hit with Disney. The Jungle Book, and then they redid the live version of The Jungle Book. So be sure to check those out. Now I want to touch up on writing prompt. And the the writing prompt was supposed to be about my first flight. It says, you don't have to take the point of view of a bird or be a professional pilot turned writer like Richard Bach to, compl- to explore your feelings about flight. Former U.S. Air Force pilot Gypsy barnstormer and airplane mechanic. Bach is the author of 15 books about flight, ranging from the classic allegory, Jonathan Livingstone's Seagull, to his memoirs and his novels. Bach adds a spiritual bent to flight, but you don't have to do so. You might be moved by the sheer technology of it or the travel abilities that it affords. See if you can connect with the excitement and mystery and how it has changed your worldview. Use descriptive language to capture the essence of your experience instead of relying on a purely narrative form. So I can just say for my first flight, my first flight, I recall feeling nervous as I walked into the airplane. I, my heart began racing. I had never flown before. This was years ago but I still recall it like it were yesterday. 
However, I wasn't going to let fear overtake me. What I did is a, I sat on a window seat, clicked my seatbelt on, and had faith that things would prevail. But what I experienced next was phenomenal. Once the airplane took off board and started riding off, I can I could feel the freedom and this uh, and feeling free from being up above many 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 miles up high waiting to go to my destination and getting there pretty quickly it was then that I knew that flying would would be easy and I didn't have anything to be scared of but my first flight was special because I had never flown from Texas to anywhere else and then when I flew to the destination I had to go to at that time I believe I flew into I'm trying to remember the city or state that I flew into now I can't recall it that's pretty bad but I remember that I felt at ease right once I arrived and I knew that there was nothing else to be afraid of. And yes, I still get little heart power, you know, my heart still races a little bit, but I think it's just from the excitement. But um, I will always recall my first flight. Now, I don't know if that's a perfect draft of what I've written, but I wanted to give you an example of that. If you have one to share, I hope that you will call in and share it with us here on The Daily with Silstein. And we'll be right back. And welcome back to The Daily with Silstein. I really have enjoyed covering week seven of the writer's devotional by author Amy Peters. If you have not gotten your copy of this book, I suggest you check it out because it's wonderful. It's been divided into sections. Monday's Writers on Writing, like we reviewed uh, for week seven. Uh, uh, It is Writers on Writing uh, Monday. And then it has, um, give me a second here. Um, let's see. And then it has motivation. In this case, they talked about Robert Caro and about the keyword is working for writing and make sure that you address it as a, a something that is like work, but something that you enjoy. Writing is one of your jobs. So make it official by dressing up and all of that. That's the advice for motivation. Then, of course, you have a writing class, create an anagram using an author's name or the title of a book we need to go over that i haven't written an anagram but we need to think of one and hopefully we'll get that done for the next show and then of course thursday editing um as i mentioned before i'm going to have a show all on editors on editing i am starting it out the week of december 10th through the 17th to record all the editors and then hopefully have the show by the 18th of December, if not the 19th of December, and broadcast it so y'all can download it and listen to authors on editing. And you should, I mean, uh, editors on editing. And I have anywhere from authors, editors themselves, or just, you know, uh, they're going to come and share their insight of these questions, the same questions that I'm going to ask, and that should be set up soon in December. I also have some interviews that I'm trying to work on. Uh, with different authors that I'll have and I will announce those as they come to the show and uh, 
So right now we're going to take one brief break and then I'm going to come back and share an excerpt of my upcoming book, Battered Mind, and then share more news about my author events coming up. And we'll be right back. Okay, and welcome back to The Daily with Syl Stein. I am indie author Sylvia Stein, and happy Wednesday, and thank you for being here on Anchor for the show of The Daily. Thanks so much for the support. Now, as I said before, um, I have some upcoming uh, an upcoming thriller coming up next year. I'm doing the cover reveal, and I want to thank all those that took the time to help out with, the, with sharing the blog. I've had some already. I, uh, I'm, I'm so grateful to all of them for taking the time. Um, I have uh, a, a lot of bloggers, authors, editors, everybody sharing uh, the book cover. And I wanted to say uh, thank you so much. I couldn't do the cover reveal without you. The cover reveal comes from the amazing and talented Michael Dangerman. He's a tattoo artist and an amazing artist. And when I saw the drawing of The Cost of Love, I immediately knew that that was my main protagonist, Sadie. Uh, and you'll learn more about her next year. I've been working on this nap, uh, book for a while. I uh, also wrote the complete draft in uh, uh, back in 20... I want to say 2013, 20... Yeah, 2013, 2014. I think it was 20... Uh, something around there uh, for National Novel Month. And I, I didn't know... Um, I, you know, it, it, it's gone through so many drafts lately, but I'm hopefully have it by late next year. And um, I'm going to read you an excerpt of this book, and I hope you will enjoy it. Battered Mind. Introduction. Thoughts rush in my brain over and over, consuming my spirit. I hear the voices again, driving me mad. Each time even more and it's in the darkness where I break. It is in the darkness where I break. Remembering the torture you have placed me in again. I'm no longer sane. I am but a battered mind that has lost touch with reality. And then I sign it Sadie Martin Carlisle. So this story is going to be a departure for me. It is very... So it's a thriller, so it, it'll have more dark tones. And I wanted to do it justice, so it's taken me a while to, um, to, to you know, without giving it away right now, because I want to do it when I get closer. Um, I wanted to do something that, you know, it's not talked about very much and affects someone. Uh, it's a fictional story, but I wanted uh, Sadie Martin Carlisle to be realistic and for people to, you know, to get to know the story, her story. And uh, then you meet the characters surrounding her, which her husband, Dante uh, Carlisle. And then you meet, you know, the other characters, her father, Jackson Martin, her mother, Barbara. I had initially named her Lila, but because I already had a Lila on closure, I'm going to change it to probably Barbara or Ellen. I haven't decided exactly. And, uh, but basically, um, you know, she belongs to a rich family from Atlanta. And then, of course, she wants to follow in her father's 
footsteps who he becomes a lawyer or he he's a very established lawyer and of course Barbara belongs to the women of Atlanta so she's a big socialite and you know she comes from money and you know she does all these things but Sadie gets neglected as a you know as as a young woman you know as a child and grows up with a lot of insecurities that you'll discover and a lot of things that you know secrets that are revealed from the family and the darkness of what she goes into and it does deal with you know uh, mental illness and 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 things that have happened it's a psychological thriller it deals with murder and you know with a murder happening in the beginning and you have to solve the the you know the pieces and and where it goes so i really hope you tune into this story and i hope you enjoy it and we'll be right back okay and we're back on the daily with silstein now um and i hope you enjoyed the small excerpt of battered mind um copyright of course is uh, myself and the copyright is 2017 but i hope to release it next year 2018 but originally this started as a national novel month draft which i did win that year and i believe it was uh 2014 because 2013 is when i uh published chasing clarity I, I posted in 2015 but i did the draft in 2013 2014 was battered mine but i have been working on pieces here and there for a long time trying to create this character and i really hope that you'll check out the book and as if you take a look at the facebook page you'll see an author page my my author and a personal page you'll see the cover reveal it was done by the talented and amazing Michael Dangerman. I say hello to him. He's uh, The artwork was taken from a piece he calls The Cost of Love. And if you look at the person, you you know you get the feel for what this story or this thriller is going to be about. Um, so I hope you'll check it out. I'm really excited about it. It's my first thriller. As you know, I've written Closure, Chasing Clarity, and uh, The Diary of the Broken Father. And now... Next year, it'll be Battered Mind. And I'm also working on different projects um, uh, through the Coffeehouse Writers. Shout out to them and the amazing people there. Uh, Jessica Canopel, Luke Savage, and all the wonderful writers, authors, everyone. Um, I want to send a shout out to them. I work on different platforms and I write different stories. I have a story that I'm working on, Maria's Song. And I hope to make that a book. Uh, after that or or a collect putting in the collection of stories that I want to write because I do have several stories on uh, different types of women going through something whether it's abuse whether it's cheating or uh, <coughs> things that they go through and I and uh, Maria's song uh, song is about more of a young adult um, uh, book about a, a girl that is dealing with a mother who's has been destructive and she's a singer she sings with her church choir and the whole point is is she tries to it's a coming of age story where she's trying to figure out what road to take you know without letting her mother hold her back you know she returns and tries to cause havoc and different things happening with her excuse me <coughs> my apologies i'm still dealing with a cough and also, I hope that wasn't too loud. And also, I'm working on Coping, a series. I hope to develop it one day into a screenplay. 
Um, and I'm, and I'm, I won't share about that, but I am sharing it on my WordPress and the Huffington Post blog that I have. And uh, also uh, a series that I wrote when I was in Odyssey for SNHU. Um, and it's called The, um, the Perfect Day but I'm calling it the uh, Perfect Lives and it's an homage to soap operas. I'm putting all that on Wattpad and I'll share more about that later. But I wanted, this is the wrap up. I didn't say the wrap up. Um, This is the wrap up of the daily for today. I wanted to thank everyone for tuning in to the daily with Silstein here on Anchor. This has been wonderful to cover the writer's devotional, 365 inspirational exercises, ideas, tips, and motivations on writing by Amy Peters. I hope that you will check it out and work on it. And this is what inspired the editors on editing show that I'm doing. Uh, Because Amy Peters goes through the editors on editing, I wanted to create a show to ask different authors or editors their opinions. So I hope you'll tune in um, next week for another The Daily with Silstein on Monday, and I will catch you all later. I'll try to do a show on Friday, but for sure Monday. Have a good one, everyone. Thank you. Um, And the show has ended. Sorry. (laughs)